thought, thought. I couldn't bug with it. Hello. Hey. Hello. Hi. And welcome to Theater, theater Thoughts. Thought. I'm Ty Etherton. And I'm Kira Sweeney. And we're two former theater kids now turned forever theater adults. Whether we like it or not. We're here talking about all things theater education and the performing arts. So let's get into some theater, theater thoughts. thoughts. Okay, but let's not get into some theater thoughts real quick because uh, <laughs> Denver is currently casting for Love is Blind. Yeah, if you've never seen the hit Netflix reality TV, I'm a Netflix uh, reality TV show girly. Yeah. Like, To Ought to Handle, Love is Blind, The Circle, Perfect Match gobble them up like that is some good reality tv like it's not the bachelor the bachelor is a staple the bachelor is an icon but they have made their way into mainstream media you know what netflix has done though uh and you're gonna be like no you're wrong ty but here's why i'm not is the bachelor is kind of like reality show tame in in retrospect, follow me for this. Yes. Versus like MTV reality shows are wild. Yes. And Netflix does the perfect mixture of both of those. Yes. It's not too ridiculous, but it's also like very like heartfelt, but there's still something crazy about it. Yeah. Okay. So walk me through what you would have to do if you would audition. Um. Well, yeah, my my best friend Beth sent this to me and was like, oh, my gosh, they're casting in Denver. Should we? And I was like, oh, my gosh, for the bit, that'd be kind of fun. It's 78 questions. Like, I understand. Like, they want to know everything about you. They want to know, like, your dating history. They want to know your, like, work life. They want to know, like, all the nitty-gritty little picky things. They want pictures of you. They want, like, it's it's no joke. Like, applying for this would be like you're you're dedicating to it because it wouldn't just be like oh i'm filling in like five different little silly questions about myself like they're really like they want to find... you to like like analyze yourself well because think like about why it. are you single oh i don't know my favorite question that was on that survey was uh what physical attributes are you not attracted to <laughs> and i was like ugly people i don't know <laughs> like like what do you what do you even say like i don't know I want you to think right now, what is your not attractive, like, physical attribute? Let's read these people. I think I have one. Mine is definitely eyebrows. Okay. If you're, like, a dark-haired man, my fiancé, shout out to Ethan, he is a ginger, so I really don't have to worry in that department. But, like, a dark-haired man, mama, groom it up, get groomy with it, because... (laughs) girl. Tame those brows, mama. Do you like big teeth? I kind of have big teeth. So I feel like that'd be kind of hypocritical. Hypocritical? Hypocritical. Sorry. Big ears? That's kind of (laughs) cute. All right. Catch a later episode. Um, This is really steaming up some drama. Yeah, no. Well, I'll have to let you guys know if if I commit to the bit and apply to this. I don't know. We were talking about, though, like, maybe you should talk to your principal about, like, hypothetically. (laughs) Yeah, like, oh, what is something you would hesitate to share in the pods? What was the most difficult situation you've ever overcome? This is, like, more thorough than applying to college. I'm sorry. (laughs) You can either go to college or you can apply for Love is Blind. I remember um, when I was in, like, sixth grade. My friend Tori and I signed up for um, 
um, what's the really long dating app? We made a fake dating app. Like, um, like match.com? Was it match? I think it was match. Where you have like a hundred questions Probably. that you answer. We answered all a hundred. We committed to the bit. That was like the time where like. But we just wanted to like do thing. it. We didn't do anything. We didn't right. talk to any people. We just like filled out the survey. Were you yourself? No, we were a fake, bro, <laughs> fake person. But like. We, we filled out all 100 questions on this rando person that we were creating in our minds. I love that. You know what? That's very dramatic, yeah. which ties us in to today's episode. Oh, girlies, get your popcorn because this is going to be some red, not red, some piping hot tea. Today, we are talking about backstage drama yeah a show is not complete without it no theater kids being um not subtle but like i guess subtle theater kids being um cordial all the time can't happen cannot happen you think they're living their life doing that five six seven eight on stage when they go backstage the claws really do come out. We're too theatrical. We're too dramatic for that. Right. We want the drama backstage. Yeah. You know that saying like, leave it all at the door. Absolutely not, girl. That door is literally smacked up front and center. Well, my favorite thing is when I tell people that I'm a drama teacher, they're like, oh, in middle school, so much drama. And I'm like, not that kind of drama. But truly, also, that kind of drama happens. And as an educator, it's sometimes not fun. But reminiscing on it. That's a snack. That's a snack. So today, what we're gonna do is it's a very conversational episode. We're we're just gonna break down some highlights in our history. I mean, both of us have a decade worth of uh theatrics in in so many different either yeah. on stage um or uh working directing or working on shows um and talking about just the shit that goes down backstage um so there's no order to this but i think we should break down maybe some um recent ones that we've had in our years um and before we do that kira would you like to give our um our confidentiality warning yes for the safety and the security of the people involved in these stories all names and situations will be changed. I mean, the situations, it's all based on true events, but the names, the dates, all of those things have been changed for people's con confidentiality. So bear with us. Okay, let's break this down. This first story going to be told by Kira as an educator, and this yes. is the trip to Wendy's. The... <laughs> <laughs> So here I am directing my first musical at, well, I've directed many mu musicals before, but my first musical at my school last year. And it is tech week. We are literally two days maybe out from well, the show. Well, it's longer rehearsals. So you yes. have, your kids are there for there three, like, four hours. Yeah, they're there till like 6 p.m. So yeah. they've been there since 7.30 that morning and they're there almost 12 hours later. Right. And so, um, you know, we're, we're deep in it. We're running the show and come to find out that while we were running the show, three girls, well, no, 
first, the one girl came up to me and was like, hey, I Let's have Let's give her to... a name right now. What name do you want to give her? Um, ooh. Let's give her Rebecca. Okay. So Rebecca comes up to me um, and is like, Miss Sweeney, I have to leave early. Like, my mom's here to pick me up. And I was like, okay. You're then, dealing like, with leave. so much shit that, like, someone saying, I have to go. Like, that's not a battle to no. figure out. It's like, okay, bye. I've yeah. got a million No, it was one of those things where I was like, you should have told me earlier. But, like, but, I get it. Family stuff happens. Bye. Your mom needs to pick you up. Goodbye. So she told me she needed to leave. And... Then come to find out she didn't actually get picked up by her mom. Her and two other girls on tech crew. Let's name them Tiffany and Ashley. So Rebecca, Tiffany, and Ashley. Um, the, I don't remember the other two girls' excuses. I feel like I probably trauma blocked that. But I know <laughs> I know the main girl who like persuaded them to come with her. Because mm -hmm. it was an 8th grade girl and two 7th grade girls. Love that. Um. I don't remember their stories. I probably trauma blocked those, but um, they, for some reason, told me they needed to leave or do something. But like, and again, they like, like okay, checked bye. in with me, and I was like, okay, great. Like, I was in the middle of the show. Kids are coming in and out. Obviously, like you said, there's a million things going on. Right. I don't have time to follow up on the details. Right. Um, and so all to say, they could have gotten away with this, but come to find out, they did not leave they did not get picked up by parents they instead walked to wendy's and then were dumb enough to walk back to the school wendy's in hand um i don't remember but how far is okay so how far is wendy's from your school because your school's kind of isolated in the middle of i don't nowhere. even know where the wendy's is <laughs> <laughs> i genuinely like i drive by the little like restaurants near my school i know the there's like a burger king somewhat across no the street. i know where the wendy's is it's by the hospital they walked away <laughs> then dang so rebecca tiffany and ashley like i said back. they they could have gotten away with this but they were stupid enough to return to the school in which there were some counselors who were there late. I think we had an event or something the next day or whatever. And so they ended up letting them back in. And then they like called me or text me and were like, Hey, these three girls were like at the front door. And I was like, what? They, they, they told me they like an hour. Ago. I was like, yeah, they told me they left and they were like, no, well, they're still here. So then I had to corner these girls and talk to them about what had happened. What's the tea, Christine? And then the like two seventh grade girls were like sobbing because they knew what they did was wrong. And so they like confessed to me what actually happened. And then I had to kick them out of the show. Bye. For being irresponsible and lying to me. And it was like two days before the show. So like I hope that Frosty was worth it. That's all I'm saying. Honestly, I live for that. Wow. Wendy's <sighs> will go down. Um, okay, my first story. If you want Wendy's, just door dash it next time. <laughs> Except I really get on their case about door dashing. I'm Same. like, guys, come I on. hate it. Like, but no. like that was way that could have been way right. easier. But that would have just been been me uh mad at them. Yeah. Um, so my story also takes me it's so funny. You and I have coinciding dramas that happen pretty uh uh around the same timeline. Yes. Um every single year yeah and so my drama last year was all about cell phones and for those that are still in uh k-12 you are dumb and let me tell you why 
Because the cameras are on all the time. Yeah. I can see everything you're doing. And if there's a problem, I'm going to run that shit back. Um, and so we had kids. Let's say uh, Steven was backstage. And these are always like crew heads. And I'm also, or not crew heads. These are always crew members. And I don't want to throw it out, but it's usually like costumes, hair, and makeup. I'm sorry. Sorry, girls. <laughs> and so... This one boy, Steven, was caught on camera. A bunch of these kids keep going, my cell phone is gone. Like, it was in my backpack, and now it's not. And a middle schooler, their 98% of their identity is tied to the cell phone. Yeah. So they are freaking out. And I'm like, um, I'm trying to do this show. I can't, like, pause and stop. Come to find out that Steven was taking cell phones from people's backpacks and then throwing them all in one trash can in the school. Thank God it wouldn't have, it didn't get picked up by custodial yet. But we watched the uh, footage and we can see him grabbing cell phones, throwing in the trash can. Grabbing cell phones, throwing in the trash can. How many did he get? Uh oh, ready? Come to find out, it was double digits. M at least like 12 cell phones. Oh my God. And so same thing. Once he was caught, not only was, I'm pretty sure he was suspended, but ultimately I was like, baby, you're caught, you're cut. Bye. Yeah. And it was just, it's just the idea of these impulses of these Some, adolescents. Yeah. Sometimes an intrusive thought should stay an intrusive thought. We should not take action on those things. Hey, here's here's the tea <laughs> with this. Um, Kira and I, as educators, we have intrusive thoughts all the time. <laughs> and it's not good. It's usually me screaming at them. And both of us are gay men, you and I. So uh, we fully would read them to filth and say, <laughs> Mama, <laughs> let me tell you everything wrong. But do I do it? No. No. Because I know that we have a show to work on. Okay. Yes. Um. So the Wendy story and the uh, trash can phones will always live down in uh, history. Um. But we're just breaking the uh, ice on this ice one. On this one. And when we come back, we've got some even juicier tea. Stay with us. <laughs> Give me some man with. Do you think they uh, try to pair you with someone that like you're physically attracted to? I don't know. You just gotta like talk to everyone. Oh. Do you think you would ever ask like, "Are you ugly?" <laughs> um. Rate yourself one to ten. Celebrity doppelganger. That's a Ooh, good question. That is to a ask. really good question. Do they have journals? I've never watched the show. Yes. Because you can't have your phone. So you have to write everything down. You get like a little. Dear diary. Today I. Um, honestly though. Why haven't they done a theater kid reality TV show? Okay. 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 Basically in theory they've kind of done a, a mock 
a mockumentary style reality TV show, all la uh, High School Musical, the musical, the series. That is like they that's kind of what that's they're trying to give. No, you're forgetting the reality show. The search for the next L Woods. Oh, duh. That was drama. Oh, same with like when they were doing like the search for Roxy on TikTok yeah. too. Mm -hmm. Like anytime they've done like something big where like everyone in the theater community is like in on everyone else's business or like when they were announcing the six casting earlier this year. Yes. I was so invested in that. Or like, the Legally the Blonde uh, uh, Muni oh. dance uh, call. Oh no, I was going to talk about the, the Legally Blonde affair. I'm oh, sorry. okay. We're talking I'm about sorry. backstage drama today, and but that was some backstage drama. Okay, set the scene real quick. This is professional backstage drama. Um, and we don't even have to change names. So sorry, everyone. Them. Um, but if you have never heard about the fact that during Legally Blonde, one Laura Bell Bundy, L Woods, not married at the time, so Laura's okay. Yeah, I mean, she's she not okay, she but she's okay. Wrong, but yes. Um. And one Mr. Christian Borle, who was married to Tony winner Sutton Foster. The the princess of musical theater. Facts. Um, was having an affair with Laura Bell Bundy while they were playing well, not Warner. He was Emmett. She was Elle. Which is love interest. So yes. that poses the question. Bring it back to us because it's my favorite thing to always bring it back to. Yeah. You ever had some love interests? Have I? Not not you specifically, but you ever had drama backstage oh. with like showmances? Yes. Several times. Okay, break we it down. Have seen, we have seen some love triangles in our time. <laughs> just in general. And was, it's been like, you stand back and you're like, ooh, this is not going to end well. I'm just going to be honest. And like, here's the deal. Shout yeah. out to the friend group because our friend group is top tier. The Chesties are my absolute world but however they've, they've all they've all dated each other yeah because of shows yes i'm sorry the the theater community is just incestual it is inbred and that's <laughs> that's the pandemic that is the pandemic <laughs> that is just the nature of the beast <laughs> um so thank god I never fell into that trap. It's different when it's, you know, your kind of friends though. But have you seen it at your school with like younger kids? Oh, yeah. Okay, walk me I through had some to, examples. I had to squash some beef in the musical this year because two kids like had a thing at the beginning of the year and then didn't have a thing anymore. And we're like sending each other really nasty messages and being really cold to each other at rehearsal. And then they wanted to start shit at rehearsal. And I was like, ah, 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 ah. no, not on my watch. I care about this family and so do you. Right. We're not gonna have this. No. If I catch wind of this anymore, I'm I'm not gonna hesitate to kick you guys out of the show. And then you came home and told us and laughed about it. <laughs> Just yeah. the pettiness of like, it. Like I'm I'm sorry we we don't need that. Like I understand that like maybe you guys had a thing and you hurt each other's feelings, but also it does not need to be brought into everyone else's business and be made everyone else's problem where people are picking sides during this show and it was going to make everything really awkward. I am so glad I was as harsh as I was Good for because you. it was over immediately after that, never heard about it again. And ultimately they were cordial the rest of the time. Good. Right. Mine was more this they year. They could have been really petty. My showmances this were year were a lot more hidden to me in the sense of 
when someone is cast as the male lead and someone is cast as the female lead, yeah. right? There's an expectation that either they end up together or what happens is everyone else in the show idolizes them, mm -hmm. right? And so we had, you know, our female lead was being sought after by like multiple different guys and it created tension between these like friends mm -hmm. and for for what and i always say for what a three-month middle school <clears throat> relationship? relationship actually three-month middle school is like a year in the real world yeah so it you're but, wifed up at that point exactly <laughs> um so a little birdie as in you have told me about the love notes oh my walk gosh. me through these Last year, I don't know what it was. I don't know. Maybe the romance of of old time England, the the magic of Mary Poppins. Absolutely. But like everyone was just like feeling their romantic oats. She pulled out a Cupid's arrow from that magic bag. I guess. And so I found several. Well, so one was read to me and I'll do that one second because it's arguably the better nice. but i found a couple of other notes like on the ground backstage that were like people giving them to other people while you're like and i used to do this stuff when i was in middle school like when we used to have to sit in the hallways which is the backstage area right and you're not supposed to talk during the show well what's more dramatic than writing like notes. writing notes oh. and so like writing them and then like passing them to your friends or like better yet to boys right um and so i found one that would what that was just like would you date me? Check yes or no. And I was like, oh, that's good so to know school. that the language has not changed. No. Um, we're still very straightforward. Right. And I can appreciate that. Yes. Honestly. Let me know yes or no. I was literally talking to you about, about this today. Like I have like a the time hop time hop app on my phone. Yes. And like we were living in like prime, like rate date hate or like tbh, TBH. like oh. we were in that era and we were just posting it on our facebook for people to like and then we were giving away our personal juicy dramatic information for everyone well and also on grandma facebook. was checking in on us right? Too, right like like these kids don't even know how easy but also how hard it was in our days because you had to make that information public when you would usually do something like I don't know, message me to find out or something yeah, like that. Yeah, you were really cryptic, <laughs> but also like if you like know, if you, you know. said I would date, yes. Who? Anyways, I digress. Back to the notes. So check yes or no, found a couple of those. Um, I also like any tiny piece of paper that I'll find on my floor that looks like it may be a note, you know that I will be reading. Snatching that up. Yeah. I will be reading if you leave it on the floor. Um, but the second one was the be better one. Um, the girl who played Mary Poppins. This was like at the end of one of the, I think it was either like opening night. Um, and I was like, you know, checking out the dressing room, making sure that everyone was cleaning up. And she was like, Miss Sweeney. And she like called me over and she goes, um, let's name him. Billy. Billy. Billy wrote me a note. Can I read it to you? And I was like, sure. This man was out here thinking he was Shakespeare. He was, <laughs> he was writing sonnets. Yeah. Um, it was, it was the height of romantic seventh grade boy to an eighth grade girl. Um, just, just pure art. I, I couldn't, stage, I couldn't have you... crafted my favorite line. 
And this is the one that is ingrained in me. And I really want to ask her if she still has it because I would like to read it again. <laughs> it was it was that good. Absolutely. And by that good, I mean like the like, cringe. It, it was like rom- that this was romance. Um <laughs> my favorite line was, and you're also tall, so I don't need to look down to see your beauty. Oh bars. bars. I'm sorry, bars. I was like, who? He was bringing the heat, girl. Lin-Manuel, get on that shit. Work that into the show. Yeah, no. I I was like, honestly, the confidence. Fully. And the the delusion simultaneously. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it, though. It was, like, so sweet, so heartfelt, so, like, she wasn't interested, so seventh though. grade boy romantic. But, no, she did not see him like that. It was very platonic. And I was like, you know, you're just going to have to be honest with him. Like let him let him down easy he's a sweet little seventh grade boy he will get over this but it gets worse as you get older because there's no more notes if you're if you're into someone backstage you are letting everyone see that yeah so we've had i mean i've had a couple in my lifetime um a couple miss entrances by people um and my favorite it takes me all the way back to high school because it's ingrained into the nature of this entire conversation where we were doing Les Mis and the confrontation between Valjean and Javert happens very like quickly. height of the show. Yes. Javert walks in and sees Valjean and is like, I found you again. And now the story is you running away from me yes. again. Like, Pivotal. This is like a really, yeah. And so Valjean gets up and he's standing there. And that's when Javert's supposed to emerge from the shadows. And the <laughs> mic goes on for Javert and you just hear. <laughs> we're all like, where the hell is he? Turns out he is macking on the pr- set couch. Because you know those couches are infested. Filthy. Yeah. With human excrement. Something. <laughs> and he was macking with this girl. And then at that point, no one cares about the fact that you're macking with this girl in the moment because you're like, dude, get the hell on stage. Yes. Like, you need to be on but stage. But then after the fact, you're like, oh my after, God. You don't let that shit go. The number of times you go, remember when you missed your entrance because you were making out with your girlfriend? Don't let it happen. Do not. Don't let it happen okay misconnections they never turn out well my favorite is also a showmance that will happen and this happened to my middle schoolers and i love all of you that are listening to this right now first off why second (laughs) off don't and third it was the show ended on a saturday yeah sunday they had broken up it's that fast (laughs) it's that fast uh young love the magic isn't there anymore (laughs) you're not hanging out every day no you don't see each other any every day and the most important thing you're not getting the attention from other people the fact that you're together anymore drop it and let it go it's tough out there it's really tough out there um but we do have some good like have you ever zested some drama to change a directive of how the show is going oh yeah i my sister and my best friend beth never will love me let me live this down 
when we were doing Heather's, I cornered them and told them that I always mess up this quote because, again, I think I've trauma blocked it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I like cornered them and basically was like, yeah, candy store is bad. Like the other girls are outperforming you. You need to step your pussies up like <laughs> the abbreviated version. I, again, could not tell you exactly I what they I quote you as you're trash. I think that's what they say. <laughs> They're like, you guys are trash. Wow. <laughs> you were really on one. Yeah. Um, but did it work? Yes. Was that probably the best way to go about that? No, they were really mad at me. And like, I think I probably could have handled that situation better, but like, did they ultimately like perform to the level that I wanted them to? Yes. Yeah. But we do that all the time, like stirring the pot in like watching a run through and then just afterwards doing that, like look of just like looking down and being like, it wasn't good. Oh, and, the and if I had to cancel the show or if, if we performed tomorrow, I would cancel the show. Knowing full well, we would not. Weaponizing your emotions is the thing that theater people do the best. Um, and this is a trick that I have used many times. I can't do it anymore because people see right through my bullshit. Um, but Delaney. But my sister pulled out all the stops, took a note right out of the page of the book and cried and was just like, I've worked so hard and like you guys are just disappointing me and nothing breaks a middle schooler's heart more than like this older person that you look up to telling you that they're disappointed in you and crying in front of you not like like uncontrollably sobbing we're just talking like a little a well just if a you can get one tear yes which I can't do because I'm not like a crying person yeah so my go-to emotion is always like anger yeah in being like i'm like really fed up with the fact that you guys just don't care yeah knowing full well that they care and and again this sounds like we're monsters and no it's but not it is it's... a trick that shape the next run is perfection all of these things that we're talking about right now is the classic come to jesus moment or come to thespis i don't know what the theater god is yeah, come to Dionysus um moment. come to jesus you know like you you have them large scale you have them smaller scale there is many times where that just type of conversation is needed now obviously the extremes of the emotions and the theatrics and dramatics of it whatever you want to call it some of my favorite can be manipulated from my speeches have been like do you want to look like crap to your parents <laughs> um imagine what people that go to the school would say if they came and saw us you would be the joke and gag like, like really kind of tearing them down to build them back up in the correct way because then what happens and i know about this because our little trolls tell us everything the giant text mix test text message <laughs> threads that they have are like come on guys tomorrow we can do it like yeah let's do this for mr etherton like yeah you should have been doing it for me for the first place yeah. like it should have been good the first time yeah but it's always better and i always turn to like a stage manager after i like end rehearsal and usually i'm like all right, rehearsal's over, goodbye. Like, and really do it. And then when my stage manager's like, are you okay? I'm like, oh, I'm fine. Like, <laughs> I'm good, girl. Don't Mama, worry about me. Acting. Um, we have a couple stories left. And when we come back, we're going to really spill just some big ones. But then also have like a touch of knowledge in this of if you're an educator, if you're a student, like how do you combat the backstage drama? How do you change the narrative? And how do you make it Focus so that way, ultimately, the goal, which is to put on a kick ass show, like comes to fruition. And we'll talk all about that when we come back.
theme of these. Welcome back. Trauma blocking. Yeah, I the mean. The backstage drama. Now that we're in director roles, yeah. you have to trauma block it. Yeah. Or find ways to uh, deal with <laughs> to it. To round your sorrows. Yeah, for real. Um, we're talking all things backstage drama. And there's a couple... There's a couple that I want to talk about. Um, not backstage drama. Before the show even started, our company was in crisis. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> okay. Not actually. I want to preface by saying it's not. It was not an actual like in the grand scheme no, of things. It was not just, a big deal. Again, we're theater people. We make things but more it was dramatic. Really dramatic. So, um, callbacks for Mamma Mia were very long very tension filled. The kids wanted these roles. And so we had put together a cast list and the way our marketing director set up the cast list is once we sent her the cast list, she like hid the page, but the page was on the site. So all she had to do was make it live and then it would be fine. Yeah. But, and this is all stuff we found out afterwards. Yes. Um, but if you change the backslash from callback list to cast list, you got to go around it and find it. Yes, it would take you to that page. But we didn't know that at the time. No. So we're, all, all of us that had done auditions are at our day jobs. Yes. And all of a sudden, a parent, I think, tips us off and says, you know, my son Charlie found the cast list. Yeah. And we were like, what? Yeah. The cast has not gone live. And then at first we thought, oh, maybe it's like a gag. Like right, maybe, maybe it's like, oh, in the leading roles, Ty and Kira. Right. Ha ha ha. All of our kids love making fake cast lists all the time. Yeah. Or like just like doing silly, funny, like little prank stuff like that. So we thought at first we were getting punked. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to get to meet Ashton. Right. So exactly. Funny. Anyway, no, we thought it was like a full on like gag. But then come she to started telling us. Some then of the we were like, okay, roles. can we see? The cast list, or like, can you send it to us, or can you tell us? And it, it was the cast list, and we were like, oh shit. Like, how did that how even did, yeah. happen? So, fast forward to all of us in our company. I mean, there's probably eight or nine of us on this call. No, and this was all happening through text thread at first. And then it was right. like, oh my God, we're getting all overwhelmed. Everybody jump on a like Zoom call or FaceTime group FaceTime call right now. Immediately. Like now. And, and our so, executive director. Like the bell rang at the end of the yes. school day and we were all, hello, reporting for duty. Our company in crisis. was livid. Was like, yeah. we are bringing everyone. Like, well, at first down. we thought someone like actually hacked. Hacked our like, website. Like we thought our website was hacked. Yes. Like they had gotten in, done something that like breached our security. Like we thought it was way more serious than it actually was come to find out like you prefaced with a super tiny small little thing that like now but we're I'm, we're smarter about i'm dumb as rocks i would have never thought that you could do that and also those of you listening in that were a part of this scandal know that it will never happen again because we've gone leaps and bounds <laughs> to protect the uh sacredness that is the final cast list but when we jumped on that call all of us were like what is this? How do we find out? Like, who are the people in? They're going to be cut from the show. Um, and then drama. there's quite a few screenshots and we'll post this on the pod gram of all of us just like. <laughs> oh in... yeah. We, we, we made it a bit after a little while. We were like, everybody looks like stressed. 
And we like screenshot it because how do we cope humor? And that was the, I mean, that's where we get the infamous company in crisis phrase. Yeah. Always brings a smile to my face just because it was something really dramatic that ended up not being that dramatic, but. But also it showed like how easily we all wanted to like band together, figure out the issue, like make sure that everyone was like, oh, you know, felt like, oh, not okay with the situation, but like that we got it resolved as a group and you know, everything. And it also shows how freaking hungry kids are for that cast list. Facts. I mean, when before, they will search and before they a cast might list find. is posted, I can see the analytics on my website, and it is like my website is being refreshed in the hundreds before a cast list is coming. Yeah, out. those kids are hungry for it. They don't even know those days. Our cast list used to be like posted, posted. on yes. a bulletin board. Yes, the drama of that too—you had to turn around and look everyone in the eye when you saw that you were ensemble member number twelve. <laughs> I don't know, ma'am. Or I have the to like face my peers. You're or me. the 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 person that you were going up against, you get the role, but you know they're right behind you, and you have to be like, oh no. Here, who? Oh, I just unlo- core memory unlocked. Um, when I was in seventh grade, Laurie had to pull me into her office to first tell me that I was Belle's understudy. She was like, I'm very proud of you, like blah blah blah. But like also like we. Gave that role to an eighth grader and you're too much, like too good of a dancer. So we put you in like a, a dance role, yes. but like you're going to be the understudy for this role. And I remember being like totally freaked out by that, but like also very like honored. honored. Yeah. And then, you know, I, I, um, only, oh my gosh, I trauma blocked so much of this. Beauty and the Beast was probably, beast. yeah. If you literally ask Laurie about it. Probably one of the worst drama-filled shows that has ever existed at a middle school ever. Um, That is also being dramatic. But anyways, a lot happened to me. And I don't – again, wow. I Here I am thinking that I had zero backstage drama stories. I have a ton from this show. Um, Let's start with the first one. So we did like – there were going to be two featured dancer roles. Come to find out that their costumes ended up being more restricting than what we were actually dancing in. So these featured dancers couldn't really dance – like much more or better than we were they just had like had different costumes and they were supposed to be featured dancers but they were literally like wearing like tubes like they were salt and pepper shakers so like we did these little auditions to be salt and pepper shakers and Lori had to pull me again into her office and tell me that i couldn't be a salt and pepper shaker because there was like some drama going on with it and like even though i was the best and most obvious choice because i was the best dancer she couldn't give it to me because there was drama which that in itself i worship the ground that Larley McDaniel walks on, but that bitch is also loves the fanfare too. Yeah. And I live for that. But no, those eighth grade girls were feral. Brutal. They were. Well, even this year I cast one of my leads was a seventh grader and there, the seventh grader came up to me and was like, I've literally had like three people walk up to me and be like, well, I mean, congratulations, but you don't really deserve this part. Yeah. So then that happened. One Second thing that happened to me, there was one day where the girl who was playing Belle had like a dentist appointment or something. So she either like didn't come to rehearsal at all or left early. And I had to go on. Thankfully, it was the beginning of the show, which was the only part of the show that I had memorized. But I had to do Belle. I had to do like all the way to home, basically. Oh, work. And um, here I am, like tiny little seventh grade me doing this part like having never done it before 
like super rusty and like a couple of the people who I was on stage with were really, really amazing and like really helpful and, and totally guided me through everything. Um, but come to find out that all my other friends who were backstage were like, yeah, all the other eighth grade girls were talking mad shit about you. Like, Which is so annoying. Like just trashing you because you got to go on for Belle because you're her understudy and like whatever. Well, and just said, to be just to be mean, basically. Well, and I've said this on the podcast before, but as a director, a we hear practically everything, and if you do some nasty, mean shit backstage or at home or something, and it gets back to us, like I don't forget that. Like, yeah, there are. I, I'm being a lot better at really not holding grudges for mm-hmm. children. Yeah, but. It doesn't, it it truly never goes away. Like yeah. you do something and I'm well aware that you are doing it. And I'm just all like, why? Why? Yeah. There are so many kind, brilliant, talented people that just let their talent speak for themselves and they don't have to put other people down yeah. in order to build themselves. And I remember being like, like kind of blase about it in the moment, like nonchalant about it, but like going home and like crying. Absolutely. And like just... You know, you you don't care what people think about you until you do. Right. Right. And that for like a little seventh grade me was a lot. Yeah. And that was really disappointing that like all these people that I looked up to were like just being mean. Yeah. So. Well, let's end this episode on a high note and talk about quite literally what may have brought Kira and I closer faster yeah and that is the aladdin scandal yeah (laughs) um again i think i've trauma blocked a lot of this i have too so we're gonna have to piece it together um okay keeping in mind that aladdin was for kindergarten to eighth grade yes but that was the year that we were like "Mm, these eighth graders are crazy like they're being a little too much. So there was a lot of conflict going on at this show. I remember us having to go outside and stand in a big circle and talk about like the disrespect that people were, you know, saying to one another. Yeah. But that was only the tip of the iceberg mm-hmm. in what was going on. Yeah. Well, I remember it being like, you know, making fun, bullying a few of the cast members um boys to girls too and girls to girls and like whatnot like but the boys to girls one is always where it gets super super difficult well and what we come to find out so here's like the major tea drop of this story is we come to find out that these boys that are being mean to some of these girls were starting to figure out who they like starting to catch feels and were being incredibly like inappropriate inappropriate asking for things through text message and all of that. And that really turned into like a huge scandal behind the scenes. Like, obviously we're really good at keeping that front of everything's fine. Mm -hmm. And and like you've said that talking about this to, um, people people that were were in the show that are now older. Oh yeah. They thought that like all this was about like two cast members innocently kissing backstage. No, it was like pictures and it was like suggestive text messages from eighth graders. Yeah. Well, and also to like, it was, it was, there was, there are some people who are bad influences. Absolutely. And so there was this one boy who was 
influencing some kids who probably would not do these type of things but this kid was cool and right. he was you know being um you know persuasive and so the some of these kids were being asked to do things that probably made them feel uncomfortable but they're not going to tell this person that it, they think is cool and wants to be their friend right that they're uncomfortable um and so for the two of us like you fresh out of your first year of uh, no, no you were fresh out of student teaching, teaching and I was about to go into student yes. teaching and we're having to navigate these really adult issues with thir 12 and 13 year olds. Yeah, it was just like a lot. And ultimately, you know, we, you know, had to get the uh, adults involved. Adult I think, adults, yeah. I think even, I don't know if we definitely contacted the police. I think so. Um, some of it, I think, was actually to girls who weren't actually present. Right, I think right. that's it what a majority into, is. But, but then there was, I also heard that there was like a fake uh, name or phone number or something being used. And they were trying to talk to some of the girls in the cast. And like, just, it got super messy, super like murky and, and yeah. shady really fast. But the fun thing is, is we'll always just, just like Company in Crisis, we'll always reference it as the nude scandal. Yeah. And it and was... It was too much to be dealing with for a production where we tap dance and sing friend like me. Right. <laughs> so, okay. So <laughs> why is, why is Disney so dramatic? Always. <laughs> so as an educator, how do you feel like you can best combat all of this? I mean, none, a lot of this is not going to go away. I think a lot of this comes down to relationship, right? Like I was talking about that story about those two kids who had personal drama about like having a thing and then it fizzled out and there was like, you know, mean things being said or whatever. And ultimately I think the reason why that went off so easily is because I had a great relationship with those two kids Yeah, and they knew I don't, I don't, I'm not that serious like that all the time. Right. And so me being that serious about that was like, Oh, this is real. Right. Like Miss Sweeney is serious right. and she's not messing around. And so and they knew I wasn't just like blowing steam up their ass. Like I, I meant it. And so I think relationship was the first thing that helped me in that situation. I think what's also really important, and this is kind of like a shitty situation, but it's, you know, I had a, and I didn't even bring it up, but I had a situation this year that was really serious that resulted in multiple people being removed from the show and not using that as a plot like a scare tactic but ultimately being like bottom line is if we can't do this the way that it's intended to be doing it you are not invited here mm -hmm. and you really have to hold yourself to have integrity and a level of professionalism which i get that at 12 years old is difficult but you have to do it or else we cannot safely do stuff like this yeah did i do like some stupid silly stuff when i was backstage Yes. Was I ever unsafe in anything I was doing? No. That's where like the backstage shenanigans yes. get taken to a whole yeah, new I level. Like a, like you said, there has to be some level of, you know, professionalism and, and like taking things like you can have fun, but you also need to take it yes. seriously. Um, we want to keep this conversation going. So we would really like you all to share oh gosh, the yes. sweet, sweet tea with us of your backstage drama. We'd love to laugh um, and maybe even share a couple on a future episode of Theater Thoughts. So please DM us your spiciest, um, darkest. Um, <laughs> not too dark. <laughs> not too young. Uh, um, sippiest, hottest 
NFT um, of backstage drama to our podcast Instagram. That's at theater podcast, T-H-E-A-T-R-E. The thing, not the place. And let us know. Yeah. Okay. Um, I love a good backstage drama, but I do. It's just it's just part of the the nature of the beast, but keep it safe, keep it appropriate, keep it fun, make sure everyone has a good experience. Yeah, that's really the bottom line. Yeah. Um, hey, we are so excited um to continue our season two uh, uh fun conversations um, yeah. and keeping it up. If you have any ideas, make sure you DM those to us. Um, keep this conversation going. Um, and we're we're so excited that you're listening, and we hope that you can uh, come back uh, next time for a uh, uh, spicy, juicy, voluptuous, and dramatic episode of Theater, Theater Thoughts. Thoughts. Hey, goodbye. Bye. Don't trip, trip, we gon' get it chop, chop. Yeah, yeah. When I say go, you don't stop, 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 stop. You belong in a life, find spot. I right, right from the top, let it pipe down. Nah, nah, nah. Everybody to the right, if you thought. That's what I thought. You would thought, thought, thought. I cut the rug.